This is a Dalina University production. Здравствуйте. Доброе утро. Добрый день или добрый вечер. Good morning, good day or good evening. Добро пожаловать. Welcome. Добро пожаловать. Welcome to our third session where where we are going to discuss the topic of profession. We are going to, to describe the most common profession to answer the question what are you working with, with, who are you by profession, where do you work, where do you study and so on. We are going to practice orally in the form of dialogues and some fixed phrases and words. We are going to cover two main grammar aspects which you need when studying any new language. We are going to present some verbs and how do they work and we are going to continue working with the cases which I firstly presented during the last session. So for this time I'm going to present you a locative case and we need it when we talk about where do we work or where do we study. So in another words when answering the question where we need to change the form of the word. But I'm going to talk about it a bit later. So the first thing I'm going to start with is the vocabulary and uh, the first are professions, the most common professions. Of course there are many more but we can discuss it later. Uh, during our online seminars or probably you can use the vocabulary or some other resources. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to read it. Just try to follow me and uh, repeat it after me. And don't forget that you always can pause it and can go back. Lexica, vocabulary. Vrach, you can also say doctor. Vrach and doctor actually are the same, it means doctor. Engineer, Pirivochik. Please pay attention that in the Russian language we do have the same word for translator and interpreter and this is a bit long word but listen to me again, I'm going to read it slowly. Pirivochik. So when you see a pretty long word, try to divide it in several syllables according to their vowels. And also you can probably hear that in the beginning of this word, I do pronounce the sound E, but you can see the letter here. The rule is the following, then when year in a word is in an unstressed position, it's always pronounced as E sound. So I will say Pirivochik. The next one is Git, Jurist, Sekretar, Journalist, Economist, Учитель, преподаватель. We do differ between two words in the Russian language 
for the teacher is usually used when a teacher works at normal school, at gymnasium, high school, not on the university level. If you have one, someone to teach at the university level, it's usually named as преподаватель. So I never will say to my teacher at the university level the word учитель. I will always use the second one, преподаватель and шофер. Listen to me once again. I'm going to read it up down slowly. Врач, инженер, переводчик, гид, юрист, секретарь, журналист, экономист, учитель, преподаватель, шофер. I'm going to continue working with the vocabulary lexicon and I will present you two main words which are needed when discussing the topic of profession, of studies and so on. So the first one is to study, to sorry, to work, which in the Russian language is работать. Где вы работаете? Where do you work? Я работаю в университете. Я работаю в университете. If I would want to ask someone what is your profession, I will continue and say, кто вы по профессии. So, кто вы по профессии. Я врач, а вы? Here you can see that in the English translation it says I am a doctor. In the Russian translation you can see only two words, right? Ja vrac. It means that we don't have firstly any verb to be in the present tense. Like we don't have a form, we don't have is or are form. We just drop it. And the second rule is that we don't have any articles in the Russian language too. So just drop them when you see it in some other language when trying to translate into Russian. Я врач, я студент. The same is here. Drop everything except if I student. Я студент. The next verb which is very important for today's session is учиться. Учиться to study and perhaps you can hear that I pronounce the end of the word учиться in another way as you can see it. It's also actually a rule which we, you can try to remember or you can try to practice later. We are going to meet several other words in the same form. So if you check their fourth letter in this word t, and the sixth letter s the combination of the word of the letters t and s with or without the soft sign between them is always pronounced as a t yud as a t sound so you will see uchitsa gdzie wy uchitis 
Я учусь в университете. Then I'm going to cover some usual places we can study it. Институт. So, don't mix it with institute. Institute in the Russian language, it's university college. It's higher educational place. Школа. And we usually use it for high school and for the lower levels. Что это? Это почта. Post office and to the right you can see a picture of the post, a typical Russian post box. It says Pochta Rasiya, the Russian post. Balnitsa, firma, bank, zavod, Pochta. On this post box, picture to the right you can see a short text there below and on these boxes you can usually read when the letters usually takes are taken out from uh, the box itself for example here it says from the Monday to Friday from 10 to 2 and the Saturday and Sunday once at 12 o'clock and then you can see a number, it's a number of books and you don't need, don't need to care about that. So if you want to post some letter from Russia, just drop your letter in this box and it will work fine. Now we are going to practice some of these words and I'm going to read you a dialogue, dialogue. so try to follow me. Здравствуйте! Доброе утро. Давайте познакомимся. Меня зовут Свен. Очень приятно. А меня Виктор. Виктор, а кто вы по профессии? Я учитель, а вы? Я инженер. До свидания. You can just come back and listen to it again. The first grammar aspect which is important for today's session is so-called prepositional or locative case. And we need to change the word in this form when we answer the question where which in the Russian language sounds as где. The name of this case can be easily explained. Uh, some, of, some of us usually use it, the name prepositional and it is because this case, the words in this case are usually used together with some preposition. It's only in or on. And the second locative case, because the name can be explained by the fact that it's very often describes the location of something. So in some books you can meet the word prepositional, in some books you can meet the word locative, or in Swedish language it's locative. So one of the most common occasions when the prepositional case is used when we answer the question где? 
and majority of nouns in this case prepositional get the ending year and we can see the examples below a little bit later and are used with prepositions of or na in or on at so uh, you can see the table below the first part to the left shows the nominative form of the words. For example, when answering the question, что это? What is that? I can say this is a store. Это магазин. Что это? Это университет. Это институт. Это завод. It's some factory. Школа. Это фирма. At the post office. But if someone asks you, where are you now? I'm at the store. You will say, я в магазине. So what we get here, we get the preposition в and we get the ending year at the end of this word. You can try to follow me with some examples below there. В университете, в институте, but на заводе, at some factory, в школе, в фирме, but на почте. Here you can see two words which acquire the preposition на before the word. They на заводе, it's на заводе, and на почте. So what you do here, you simply add year at the end of the word. You don't need to change anything here, just add it. If you can see the question where or can formulate it in your head. We are going to practice the use of this case much more during the, our online meeting. Yes, the next thing which is important. I did introduce you two verbs today, to work and to study. Работать и учиться. And I did present you in the infinitive form. So all the Russian verbs have the infinitive form, like the Swedish verbs, the English verbs. Uh, a majority of Russian verbs in the infinitive form and in T. As you can hear, работать to work. For example, читать to read, писать to write, and so on. Of course, it can be all the endings, but we are not going to discuss them right now. Russians, or Russian verbs, as any other verbs, have also three tenses. It's present, past, and future. Verbs in the present tense change by a person and number. So I'm going to discuss or to explain a little bit more, but Russian verbs change their form according to which word they belong to. If it's I, I will get one form, it's you, another form, it's he, the second form, and so on. Uh, all the verbs in the Russian language have two types or two conjugation, conjugation one and two. 
and majority of Russian verbs fall into conjugation one. As for example, the verb работать. So now you can see two verbs работать учиться. The first verb uh, falls in the first conjugation and you can easily differ between first and second conjugation. The verbs in the first conjugation and in at or yat or some other, but the most common is at and yat. As you can see, I underlined it there. And the second conjugation is eat. Cheats. So don't pay attention to this saw at the ends. It's reflexive verb and you don't need to change this form. You just change the eat form. So the most verbs will end in eat, like говорить, to speak. So uh, what we do, how we conjugate the verbs, depends, as we said, on a person. Uh, in the left column of this table, you can see the conjugated form of the verb to work, работать. If I say I work, I will say я работаю. And you can see at the end of this verb, the ending you instead of t, t, and мягкий знак t and soft sign. So what we have done here, we took away t and put you there. Я работаю. You work. Ты работаешь. He, she works. Он, она работает. We work. Мы работаем. You work. Вы работаете in a formal way or in Swedish ни арбетер. Они работают and they work. So all these endings come from the person or singular or plural form they belong to. So check the verb and the key noun, key pronoun it belongs to. The next one, учиться. Я учусь, I study. And you use the press when you're talking about generally that I'm studying, when you don't precise what you're studying, just I study. Я учусь, ты учишься, он, она учится, мы учимся, вы учитесь, и они учатся. We will work with this during the lesson and if you understand how it works, you will easily handle the other verbs in the Russian language too. And the last aspect, the last um, chapter of this lesson is how we form the plural form of nouns. How we say one student, two students, one pan, two pans and so on. Uh, Masculine and feminine nouns, those nouns who have a masculine and feminine gender, in the plural have the ending ü or i. So you choose between ü or i. Uh, which one to choose uh, depends on the rule which we have in the Russian language. So what you can see that the most common is ending ü. E 
the last one is usually used only after the letters in the base of the word. So if you can see the letters k, g, h, j, cha, sha in the base of the word or in a place of a soft sign, mekki znak, ja, i. I'm going to explain you by some examples below. As you can see, the first example, it says in the singular form stol, and it ends in l. L is not one of the letters up there, and therefore we just put e, and we'll get tables stali. So stol, stali. So we just put it together and we build a plural form. The next one, the same, kartina, kartine. In order to decide the base of the word, we cannot look at the last vowel. We need to check always the consonant, like kartina, a. So don't look at a, look at an, which is a consonant, and an is not one of the letters up there, and therefore we don't need to put e, we just put and you change here vowel R into U. The next example, vrač, vrači. You can see that the word vrač ends in ch letter. After ch, we usually get ending E. So vrači, vrač, vrači, doctor, doctors. Malčik, k, is also the same letter for the row where after which we get the ending e malchiki devachka devachki so check always 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 not the vowel but the consonant before the vowel piesnya and we did mention that all the words ending ya will also get ending e. So replace ya with e. Dveri, dveri. It was about the masculine and feminine nouns. The neutral nouns in the plural have the ending a if the singular noun ends in or, like orchestra. You remember patronymic and patronymics, you will say orchestra. If the singular form ends in ye, like more, you will get ending ya, Maria. Several masculine nouns have the ending a and ya, and you need to remember them. Director, for example, directora, professor, professora, doctor, doctora. If we'll say učitel, a teacher in a plural form, We'll say учителя. But the most Russian nouns will follow the rule actually. And when you can remember this rule, it will be very easy to you to say the correct form. So for today, I think I'm finished with some new rules, some new grammar, some new vocabulary and dialogues. It was a lot of rules, but we are going to practice it during the seminar. I'm going to give you more instructions to work at home with. And please don't hesitate to ask me a question concerning this session at the seminar. 
and I will be very glad to see you again soon. Now we'll say da встречи, see you, and I mean see you online virtually, da встречи, or for some of you probably physically too, da встречи, до свидания.